In 2019, I uncovered a little blue suitcase in my grandparents' basement in their Toronto home. Inside was an unexpected treasure, Bill and Doreen's love letters from the Second World War. And now I am sharing that story with all of you. You're listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast, hosted by me, Jason McDowell. September 25th, 1941. Dear Dory. Boy, I was glad to receive your letter, so here I am, writing back to you right away. I got back from Montreal, okay? I went bowling Monday night, and I was made the captain of a team called the Spitfires. Not a bad name, huh? Tuesday night, I was pretty tired, so I went to bed at around 9 o'clock. And last night I went to a show called Dr. Kildare's Marriage. It really was a sad picture, dear. I don't know whether you've seen it or not, but it's good for a weep if you haven't. In the picture, Molly Lamont plays the nurse that Dr. Kildare is going to marry, but she's murdered the night before their wedding. Now, I won't spoil any more for you, dear, but you should check it out for yourself. Long before the internet, and long before we could find out what was going to happen in the, a movie or a TV show, Bill spoiled the ending to a movie that he had told Doreen to go and see. So really, I guess that Bill was the original spoiler. Well, I had my supper here at the IOED United Service Club, so I'm writing on their stationery. They have the place pretty well fixed up here, with a Radio Victrola and some popular recordings too, like Jimmy Dorsey and Glenn Miller. They say Artie Shaw was pretty good here last night. Oh, by the way, if you haven't got that recording, don't bother listening to I'd Go Out of My Way by Jan Savitt. It's not that good. Well, dear, I don't think that I'll be able to get down for another month or so, but I really will try to get down all the same. It costs $5.90 by bus, and if I leave Saturday afternoon, I would get there late Saturday night. But I'll let you know for sure when I can get down. It's too bad you can't come down here for a couple of days, Doreen. We're having a dance on the 30th of October, and it's a Thursday. Maybe you could try to get off work for Thursday and Friday. Maybe Saturday morning, too. I, of course, will pay for your transportation. By the way, dear, do you know just how much I miss you? Well, I'll have to tell you when I see you, but I want you to know that I do miss you an awful lot. It gets... It gets pretty lonely here without you, but I'll be seeing you soon, I hope. I think one of the things that certainly has also jumped off the page for me was the level of uncertainty where Bill and Doreen would know the next time that they would see each other. Because of leaves and because of the boys being shipped overseas and different people coming and going, getting a 48-hour leave or getting a week's leave was really a last-minute experience for Bill. And so I can only imagine trying to make plans or trying to have a weekend away or trying to have a picnic in the park when your fella was back in town must have really been difficult for both Doreen and Bill to plan. Well, I am supposed to get another blue uniform, but my kit sheet isn't here from Belleville yet, so I can't get my hands on it. I would rather be at a station than here. It's a lot more fun and a bit more adventurous. 
why don't you see what you can do about getting me posted to a different station? <laughs> By the way, dear, why can't you write the joke in your letters? Why don't you try and get a job at the CN Telegraph newspaper, dear? One of the great things is the reference points to places and things that no longer exist in 2021. In this letter, we see that there's a reference point around the CN Telegraph, which was a newspaper, which I didn't even know existed. And so it's been great to do a little research and dive into what these things are and what they were and how long were they in existence now that I see them written in a letter. It would be more money for us later on, and you know that there are always likely to be new arrivals, if you get what I mean. I get paid $36 on Tuesday for two weeks. Not too shabby, huh? Well, I have not gotten an answer from my mother yet, but there may be a letter at home from me. If she has not written, dear, can, can you tell her to write me soon? By the way, you wanted to know what the landlady's daughter was like. Well, she's about 27, a spinster, rather tall and thin, but not a bad girl, just a little bit queer. I was in bed the other night when she started yelling for somebody to help her, so I ran down the stairs to see what was the matter. <laughs> she was pointing at a spider. Oh, Doreen, she was scared stiff, but <laughs> otherwise she's alright, I guess. Well, cutie, I guess I'll have to beat it now, or someone will think that I'm proposing in this letter. It's not a bad idea the way I feel. So don't forget to write soon, and I'll try to get down within two or three weeks or so. Lots and lots of love, dear. Bill. XXXXX. You behave yourself now, and here's hoping that I see you in that new dress you said you might be getting. October 20th, 1941. Dear Bill, I am so sorry that it has been so long since I wrote you last. Things at home have been very busy for me and the family. I have been working evenings all week and my boss asked me to come in early to help with some inventory. So of course, being a good little girl that I am, I said yes. Also, we need the money, so I guess it is a good thing that I said yes. Doreen is a modern working woman in the 1940s. She's working, she's working weekends, she's working evenings to really help make some money for the family because she's still obviously living with her parents. And what I can tell you is that Doreen's parents didn't make a lot of money. They weren't professionals. They were a cleaning woman and a working man in Canada Dry. And so they needed some extra help and money. And so Doreen left school at 16 and started working. And she worked her whole life. And it really goes to show the strength of character for Doreen to take on a job that she probably didn't love initially, but knowing that it was necessary for her to help support her family, which included her parents, but also as she looked forward to a life with Bill around what they would need to make sure that they were comfortable and successful. It has been unseasonably cold this week, so thank goodness I have my extra heavy wool coat that I can wear when I walk to the streetcar. On Monday, I was taking the streetcar and there was a fire in one of the stores. We had to wait until the fire brigade put it out. At least I had something to watch while we sat, and I, I certainly hope no one was hurt in the incident. Bill, my love, 
when can we expect you to come for another visit? I certainly enjoyed the last one, but as I told you before, I am a good girl. Sometimes. The other thing that has been somewhat upsetting is that my mom has been quite ill for some time, and I'm not sure what it is. She's been drinking a lot of milk just to make sure she's keeping up with her vitamins. Doreen's becoming very concerned with her own mother as she's been quite ill. And it's interesting that the very first point of reference is to make sure she's been drinking lots of milk, as if milk was this magic elixir that was going to fix everything. You can certainly feel in the letter with the amount of time and, and descriptors that she's using that she is getting a little concerned about her mother. She is very tired, but she continues to go to work, which I think just keeps her mind off of it. My dad and I just hope that it's nothing more serious. How are you doing at your post in Ottawa? Have you been to many dances? I hope you are being a gentleman with the girls in town, and I sure hope that they are not showing you the town in a good time. <laughs> this has to be a short note, as I do not have much time as I am getting ready to go out this evening. I hope that's okay with you. I am meeting up with Hazel, and I'm sure she has a lot to tell me about Rex, and how he is faring now that he cannot be part of the Air Force due to his eyesight. As Canada was part of the British Commonwealth, and we were all involved in a world war, it was almost part of every man's duty, and women's really, in Canada to be a part of the war effort. And so I can only imagine somebody who wanted to be in the Air Force so badly that they wanted to fly planes and do their part for the country to realize that their eyesight wasn't good enough for them to do that. And I'm sure that there was some level of shame, certainly in this case for Rex, that he couldn't do his part. And maybe not seeing that being in administration or being in the quote-unquote head office is also extremely important to the war effort. At this point, I think Bill's friend Rex was really disappointed that he couldn't do his part. Lots of love and kisses, and we will see you soon. I really hope it is sooner rather than later. Doreen, XXXXXX. I think you noticed that I am adding more kisses for you. For all you listeners, the one important thing I want to note is that at the end of each letter, there is an exorbitant amount of kisses. And so we've edited that down for you so you won't have to listen to the 40 X's across the bottom of the page that both Bill and Doreen would share at the bottom of each letters. It was an ongoing joke between the two of them who put more X's and kisses at the bottom of each letter. So for your benefit, we've cut that down, but I wanted to make sure that you had a sense of the love that they shared for each other. Thanks for listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you get notified when the next episode is out. For more information, check us out at littlebluesuitcase.ca. I'm Jason McDowell, and it's been swell having you listen. Podstarter.